You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. What's going on, guys? Welcome to the 14th episode of the High Vibe Guys. You got your boy, Bozo. <laughs> you got Asa, the solar-powered Sundays, plant-based. Yeah. The kill. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you got Asa Bay, the scholar, and then you got your boy, uh, Akil, coming in live for the 14th episode. Um, we got a very special guest popping in in a few minutes named James Johnson, a.k.a. Jimmy Goldfingers. Yes, sir. Uh, we want to start the show off right. Let's get it back into our normal routine. First and foremost, fellas, I just want to speak briefly about a news event. And um, we're going to speak to the incident that happened inside of Georgia, where a young man, in my opinion, looked like he was hunted down like an animal. Like they literally were hiding for this young man and popped out on him. He defended himself. And look, I don't know what he got shot with, but it appeared he got shot. Uh, point blank uh, 357. With a, was it a 357? It was a shotgun. That's what I said. I thought it was a shotgun. Yep. Um, point blank with a shotgun. Um, I ha- and if you just want to top it off to put the cherry on top of it, it, the race piece is in there. And I ain't not to get hype and not to be race bait and shit, but we're black men in America, so we get to talk about this. But there were two white men who literally hunted this guy down who are not in jail or in custody at this moment, right? Not at all. Thoughts, fellas, what are y'all thinking? What's going on? Oh, what? Um, go ahead, Austin. Go ahead, bro. Uh, I think that this is, you know, something that happens on a daily basis. And right now we just, you know, seeing it on the news, we're witnessing it, you know, via the media, but it's something that ain't nothing new. But one thing that needs to be adjusted is the consciousness. You know what I'm saying? I think it's less of a race, race thing and more of the mentality and the consciousness carried out, you know, but that's just my uh, two cents. We got to get busy, man. We got to show them something different. Showing some higher vibes. That's what we here doing. Ushering in this new paradigm. All right. Well, I appreciate you uh, taking the steam out of my anger, Oscar. Goddamn. I was angry as hell coming into this. Um, I guess we got to meditate more. And like, <laughs> go outside. Hey. Go outside and Somebody, look, part of my French was some, some people going to have to get fucked up for sure. But I'm just saying, like, as far as, like, what can we do about it? It ain't no point in us getting attitudes and worked up too much because, like, what exactly can we do? Are we in that state? Are we in that city? No. So the best thing that we can do is offer a different type of consciousness or some different actions, behaviors, et cetera, and perpetuate that into the news and the media, you know, the same way they do whoever, watching whatever, getting brainwashed or whatever, subconsciously. We just need to do the polar opposite. Yeah. Next time I go first. Next time I, I go first. I agree, Next time. I agree and I disagree. I agree that us being angry is null and void. You know what I mean? I feel like, but I do feel as if us showing sympathy and having energy about it is a real thing because we got to continuously show more energy, to, put energy towards these different issues. Otherwise, they won't be addressed at all. I, I oh, but I, I also agree though that us <laughs> being upset. I agree with that piece. I wholeheartedly agree that nothing will come from us being upset other than us being disturbed personally. And it creating more conflict internally and possibly disrupting, you know, just our, our own environment unnecessarily. You know what I mean? Because it's not the people around us. They, we know you're not one of these people. So this this energy, the energy that people have, we know it's not directed towards you. But I do feel, at, feel as if at times that energy gets misdirected at the wrong people who don't have any ill will or negative intent. You know what I mean? In that sense. So I do appreciate you bringing that positive uh, perspective because that is a that is a definitely a touchy subject. And if you're on Facebook or Instagram, you've seen everybody going crazy over the post already. And I respect yeah. the people who say don't share that particular posting because I, I do think it's nothing but um, a way to to drum up a lot of energy towards something that we can't necessarily impact. You know what I mean? Yeah, and we're walking on eggshells right now too, man. With that. Uh What's that with the uh, the National Guards in here trying to usher in? What's the what's the phrase I'm I'm looking over? Uh, Martial law. law. 
Yeah, so we on the fence with that too. So all we need is somebody to press a button. You know what I'm saying? So we ain't trying to have them them type of issues right now. And I'm not saying just be some like soft, you know, just be quiet and just watch stuff pass. I'm not saying that. I'm saying that if we get up, get angry or whatever, that's not going to solve the problem. We could do that to burn some steam or something like that. That's cool. But just like a disease in the body, if somebody's going to change up the mentality and the cause and the perspective, the reason that they're going to get the bad foods, the sad American diet foods or whatever, they're going to keep on doing that until we go to the causal plane and then shift this up, you know, top. It's going to be the same old, same old, bro. I know what you're saying is right and exact. I know that. And sometimes your, your first, no, ain't no but, no buts. You're 100% right. It's just sometimes your first instinct is to operate out of the ego. And that's where I was coming from at first. But you know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm, I'm typically a level-headed dude. But I, I got a lot of uh, Khalid Muhammad energy in me right now towards this country, bro. Like, I feel you. Yeah. And, and my, my way of releasing it is to let that throat chakra loose and get that shit out. And then I, I personally feel better right after I vent. That's just me. Once I get the shit out, I vent. Then I go back and kind of process it. And that might not be the best way to do it. I'm, I'm, I'm ever evolving on this spiritual uh, journey that I'm yeah. going. But man, I got some for for the people out here that got some real man. Fuck this country energy. A good way to redirect it. Can you can you give like some some good ways to redirect that energy? Yeah. Uh. So for one, meditation, bro. I um I just shared at the last Solar Power Sundays. One of the best things I've been doing recently is when I get worked up, when I get an attitude, frustrated, low chakra, whatever. One thing that's been extremely beneficial is when I close my eyes to imagine myself balling up that energy like clay or whatever with some, you know, mental hand or whatnot. And then invoking inside that sphere, that clay, what I want to feel, how I want to vibrate. And keep molding that and spread that around my body. And then wake up, my attitude will be different and I can, you know, function a little clearer. And we can do the same. That's something we can do at home. You know, when we step outside, we don't got to have no funky attitude. We could be militant and peaceful up top at the same time. You know? Mm-hmm. They complement each other very well. Okay. That's what's up. And with that Khalid energy, that Khalid Muhammad energy, that's something we need to definitely have in our back pocket in the, in the, in the spinal column, for sure. I'm not saying make that disappear, but I'm also saying we got to be responsible. Mm-hmm. You feel me? We be like we be we be wanting to finger point all day long, and then we forget we got plenty of books showing and proving that yo. But you went inside, you know, you know where, and civilized a group of people or whatever multiple times. So that's your fault. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That's my fault. That's whoever. You know. So we got to stop and go back home, bro. Take responsibility for stuff. Big facts. Yeah, I think and I know I'm gonna get a lot of flack or whatever, and I'm I'm ready. We could go toe for toe. I like how uh, you talked about you got his hands, energy, the time. I like how you talked about using your hands and uh, molding something, almost sculpting something, almost like an artist, almost like our special guest who's on the line, Tyler. right? James Johnson, I'm mutual. Turn your video on, bro. Nah, bro, I, I, my video, face broke out. It's it's where it's at, bro. <laughs> <laughs> it's where it's. Make it throw up a picture for the thing in a little bit, then like off your you Instagram. Said, you said put a picture in there. I could do that. Yeah, oh, yeah. you could just input or upload or whatever. Oh, if you don't man, do that, I'll find one of your Instagram. I'm not gonna <laughs> What's keep up, bro? What's going on? Y'all doing all right? Yeah, man, we good. Man, oh, oh, yeah, bro. Bro. We ready to get inspired, bro, by the goat. We got the popcorn out, man. What's up? <laughs> and, uh, yeah, today we got our boy James Johnson. I don't know you go by James or do we, or do we even say Jimmy Goldfingers? Anyway, he goes by Jimmy Goldfingers on Instagram, right? Um, right. Elizabeth Detroit photographers at the moment. 
Um, one of the most hottest popping fellas out in the streets as far as being an artist and just being connected and plugged. And um, all around, great guy, man. Um, somebody who I really look up to in a lot of respects. Um, Appreciate that. And, uh, man, it, I think we talked about it earlier, man. All three of us have seen you grow and evolve, and you are definitely an inspiration to us, brother. Like, us, we, we're happy to have, like, shit, we've been talking about it all day. We're happy to have you on this motherfucker, man. Um, My personal best friend. Your personal best oh, friend. <laughs> I don't even know this guy. Who is this guy? <laughs> My best friend. Yeah, I don't even know you, sir. Uh, <laughs> I do the same for the kid when we're riding together. Like, I don't know who this motherfucker is, bro. Like, who who is this guy? Like, what do you want? I don't have any change, man. What do you? What do you want? <laughs> but no, man. But Thanks, yeah, man. Bro. I appreciate y'all for having me on. You know, it's just uh, you know, I heard y'all. I heard about it for a while, and you know, it's just something that I definitely want to be a part of. Whether it's like you know helping out or being on the actual podcast, so you know. It's just good to know that uh, y'all thought about me in that sense. So, how are y'all doing? Hey, Excellent, bro. Over hey, here on the gram, look, y'all. If you pay, if you listening in, man, go to Instagram right now. Jimmy underscore Goldfingers. J i m m y underscore G o l d f i n g e r s. I'm looking at your photography right now, bro. The boy is hot, man. Is I'm about to yep. screenshot something and throw them up on the uh, on the live in a minute. Yo, this is phenomenal, bro. You were the first person to ever ask, how are we doing? I swear to God, I think you were the first person to ask us that on the show. Really? Yeah. Damn. So people come to your crib and they don't be like, y'all need something before I come? Or, you know what I'm saying? Or, oh, God. James, you got manners, man. Who raised you? Shit. Uh, my grand, my mom, my grandfather, my grandmother, uh, uh, my uncle. You know what I'm saying? So it's just a lot of people around me that inspired me to do what I do right now that raised me. So, you know, it just comes, it comes full circle. It's just yeah. things that you acquire from those who's around you and stuff like that. So it's just trying to make sure that everybody is comfortable. You know what I'm saying? Whether you hosting or whether you just like being a guest. So. Oh my God. Disrespected. <laughs> my best friend is. Oh my God. <laughs> I like I like this because James is definitely like he got a duality to him because as polite as he is, he can also go in on your He's ass. An I'm not. I, I don't know what y'all talking about. I've, I've <laughs> calmed down. I've calmed down a lot. So you know, is you guys can't can't use that against me, man. Oh yeah, you can't I, use that against I, me. I don't want to do that, man. I don't want to hold you to your past. I don't want to. That's, yeah. that's um, but no, it, it gets real. I'm still from Detroit. I'm still, you know. Can I'm still from me? Detroit. Yeah. Oh, you put that on my thing? It's on the uh, no, it's just on the general chat right now. Yeah. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. But yeah, uh Yeah, man. So so what's going on? What, what are we talking about here, fellas? Well, first and foremost, uh tell us about yourself. Just a little bit about, you know, you ain't gotta go deep into the background, but who you are right now and kind of how you got there and what how that plays into Detroit. Um, I'm a uh I would say a visual artist because I, I actually do paint as well. I actually uh, was in college for painting. That was my uh, major, fine arts. And so once I got to, uh, to a, I had a class for photography and I loved it. And then my teacher was just like so, um, so on me about my stuff. He was so on me. Like, I, I was like, bro, I've never picked up a camera. Why are you, why are you going on me like this? And so from there I picked up, I took it more seriously than it was just a hobby. And so um, after that, I just started to like uh, to meet people and, you know, what I'm saying like apply myself. Um, I'm a visual artist in Detroit, 32. Uh, I stay downtown. Uh, I work with a lot of people. Um, notably right now, I would say it's Foot Locker. Uh, Nike, uh, worked with Sony Music before, just various artists within the city. And yeah, so, you know what I'm saying? It's just, uh, that's a small bit about me. I'm pretty sure if you ask me more questions, I'm pretty sure it's stuff I'm leaving out too, so. It's all good, bro. And uh, um, if I'm correct, you were supposed to do South by Southwest this year until it got canceled. Yeah, I was supposed to do South by Southwest, which was a, uh, it was a sort of big deal for me. 
just because it was one of those things where it's like last year I applied for it. I didn't get accepted. So I made it my whole like mission from last year up until the entry uh, point of this year to like take what they told me and then trying to apply it to like everyday life and everyday uh, job experiences that I was going on. So when I actually got accepted, it was kind of like, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Hard work pays off. You know, it wasn't just like, ah, forget y'all. Y'all know what y'all missing out on. It was just one of those things was like, okay, you know what I'm saying? I can see like, it's not people hating on me. It's just people critiquing me and telling me how, you know what I'm saying? I can fit into what they're doing as opposed to just me doing me and you got to accept this. You know what I'm saying? So, Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was a really big deal for me. Mm-hmm. But it so, is what it is. So, I mean, you had the South by Southwest thing already plugged and then the coronavirus thing hit. How has the coronavirus affected you as, I mean, you like you like your own self-made man. You like an independent businessman. I know you got, you know what I'm saying, different contracts with different companies, but how has that affected your business? Well, I mean, just like everybody's affected it a lot. Um, I'm lucky to know people uh, in these avenues that still like, hey, we're still going to utilize you because we know it's, you know, it's kind of like tight out here. And I definitely appreciate that. But it's like I, I was looking from a standpoint of like, OK, beginning this year, I had goals set out for myself. Um, I told myself every every month I want to go to a new place. and it was like it was it was on track, you know. And then like this just hit a, a week before I was supposed to go to South by Southwest, and it just like everything just started to like crumble, crumble, crumble. But at the same time, I'm grateful that I am healthy, that I don't have anybody personally like that I've known that has passed away. Like nobody, like you know, like close to me like that. Like my mom or my dad. Like I'm grateful that everybody's healthy, so I would take that over. You know what I'm saying? If I had to sacrifice one for the other, I would. I would just take it for what it is. Right. Yeah. And so, and I, I, I appreciate you bringing that perspective too, because we're bigging you up. And I would say that, like, you definitely have made a lot of progress, but I would say you're still on your way to getting where you're trying to be. And for you to have that that positive aspect of look on things man because we all are still in that process like none of us really got a million in the bank and for you right. to get the chance to do South by Southwest which is fucking huge you know what I mean like we right. started off by saying like ah it's kind of a big deal nah motherfucker that shit is huge you know what it is get out of here you it's huge it's definitely huge in a way but at the same time it's just like um, like you said I feel like I'm nowhere where I need to be I, feel, I constantly feel like I need to learn more stuff yeah. And I feel like if you at a point that you know everything or you feel like you're this big shot or you feel like, you know what I'm saying, nobody can tell you anything, yeah. then that's where that's where you stop right there. Mm-hmm. And that's where things stop getting fun. Because if it's like, if I felt like I knew everything, I wouldn't want to do, I wouldn't have the ambition to do what I did like four or five years ago when I first started out. And it was just like, um... I felt like a lot of us, and I, I'm not show, throwing shots at anybody, I feel like a lot of people, black people, don't want you to get that spot or get to a position where they're at. And so we often don't lend hands out to those that are behind us trying to come up. I do know people that have helped me out that are black, and I'm not saying that all black people aren't trying to help you out. I just feel like you know what I'm saying? Like, okay, we should all look out for the next person. If you ask me a question about anything photography related or somebody I know to get to such and such, I'm going to just flat out tell you because what is it for me to hold back information? Because you can't do what I do and I can't do what you do. You know what I'm saying? Just because you know the person that I, you know what I'm saying, that I know that put me on it is, doesn't mean you're going to take my spot. It just means that you're closer to being somewhere else. They might have another spot for you somewhere else. You know what I'm saying? So I just feel like, um, yeah, man, I just feel like we just need to, like, come together more as 
You know what I'm saying? Like, as we look at other people, like, just because you say you're a photographer and I'm a photographer, we don't necessarily have to be in it. Be you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. Like my... Go for it. You said what? I said go for it. Well, no, I was just about to say, like, my boy, uh, Don, stay late on IG, it says, like, uh, community over competition. And I really, I really feel like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, we can come together and do a lot more and you know what I'm saying, as opposed to being just like segregated or clicked up or whatever. So I love the way you speak about that dude. I have never met him before, I don't think personally, but I've mm-hmm. heard talk about him so much that I think he's a great guy. You know what I mean? <laughs> I oh yeah, definitely. <laughs> I swear to God, I've heard. I, I mean, I'm not even joking. I've heard you talk about him in such a positive fashion on so many uh, on such a regular basis. Like, hey, that's my that's my that's my dog too. I tried to drop an M bomb. We had an M bomb fest last week. We oh that. man! Num- number M bombs for a whole hour. Damn. <laughs> yeah, man. The way Damn, the man. way uh, James talks about that guy is how I talk about James because of best friends. Anyways, I'm sorry, Nina. Make well, it awkward. Yeah, you just did on that on that uh, that <laughs> operation tip real quick. Or just a you said what? I was thinking about um, recently, like in meditation, man, about money and everybody trying to like be that, have that greedy mindset. Don't help nobody because, you know, that's going to take away from my pot. That whole type of mentality is so whack because if we really think about it, money is like a goddamn train or something. Like it's- I muted. I muted. Oh my dog! Is it, am I having a seizure? Am I having a stroke? I can't hear him. <laughs> I'll see you muted, bro. There you go, bro. And it's you. You ain't hear nothing I said. We didn't well, hear anything, bro. Like the most profound shit you've ever said over the first fourteen episodes, and you he still probably, think you muted the phone. He probably gave the the, the yes. ear to COVID. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Right, he gave him secure. I was saying money is like a train. Basically, all we need to do is we adapt that mentality that James just brought up. We gotta just set up the train track so that money goes to me, to you, to her, to him, etc. We gotta we gotta change up the tracks versus like I need the train. I only come to my spot. You know what I'm saying? Just improve economics. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it just it just takes a lot of like breaking down like habits because it's it, it's been ingrained in us for years, and it's like no blueprint to like becoming like I want to say creative a creative person in the year two thousand twenty. Because when I know when I was coming up, it was like you either go to college and become a doctor or a lawyer, um, you or you went to the plant. Or, you know what I'm saying? You just got, you just had a job and it was nothing in between, none of that. It was like, I always wanted to be a, 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 a cartoon animator. Then I wanted to be a car designer. And then I got around people that just start telling me like, oh no, like you're not going to make no money in art for real. And then when I wanted to be a car designer, people were just like, well, the big three are going under. So, you know, like you don't really want to go into that field. And then it was just like, well, you know what I'm saying? What do I want to do then? You know what I'm saying? Like, what can I do? Not what I want. I mean, what can I do? Shoot, I want to I wanna be able to, like, buy nice things, but I don't want to just, you know what I'm saying, work at a plant or become a doctor or a lawyer. That, that wasn't me. So, you know what I'm saying? Like, we just got to break down those stereotypes of artists has to struggle. You know what I'm saying? And... I, it's funny. I, I respect that so much because uh, wait, Jay, wait. I think we lost James. Just lost Jimmy. That's the first. Well, I could, I could finish what he was saying because as his best friend in the world, we have a <laughs> relationship. So what he was going to say was hey, my bad, man. Oh, I'm about to go ham. 
And I, no, I, I had something to add to that, too, because I, I said this before that I felt like when I was coming up, there were certain jobs that were respected. You know what I mean? It was, it was right. Just like, you know, if you were a police officer, you want to be a doctor or a lawyer. You know what I mean? If you were going to be like a professional athlete, like. Right, right, right. Respected positions. And then like all these other fields and careers out here were seen as something like, you know, like, I guess just wasn't acceptable or, or didn't have the same but a, a, a dignity associated with them. And so a lot of people I know, like when, we, when I was in college, man, everybody was going for the same thing. It felt like at some point in time, you know, like everybody wants to have the same career. Right. Said, that wasn't a real thing. It's, it, there's no way that all 50,000 of us can get the same diploma and be successful without, you know, somebody not getting, getting the opportunity to be successful with one of those jobs. And uh, I like the fact that you spoke to that because that's something that I truly believe in is that we do have to diversify what we believe is an acceptable job and, and it can be seen as being successful, you know? <clears throat> right. I just feel like, um, like you say, like, you you had to go for one or two, especially if you're Black. If you're Black and you're a young man, it's just like either you slanging drugs, you about to play on somebody's basketball or football team, maybe baseball, or you about to go to the plant. And it was just like, that's what it was. And then, like, um, but then I got to thinking as I got older, like, well, who made all these billboards I've been seeing for the last past 32 years? Or who made all these commercials? Or who, who, who shot these, all these magazines? And you know what I'm saying? Nobody gets the respect for that. Only thing is just like, oh, that's not a real job. Or, you know what I'm saying? It's not like something that you can like feed your family with. But then like, as I got older, I saw one of the people I look up to, his name is Shades. He's a spray paint artist in Detroit. I was working at a store downtown. He came through. I never seen this dude in my life before. Came through real cool. You know what I'm saying? Like he had on like the, the latest Jordan. He had a, a, a deal with like, um, I forget the company, Fiat. He had a deal with Fiat as a spray paint artist. And then when they told me that, I'm like, that doesn't even make sense. Like, how does a spray paint artist has a have a deal with a car yeah. company? And it was just like, wow, okay, that's what's up. Came in there, he was like, All right, I'm about to uh I'm about to grab some stuff. And then he was just like, um, pulled out this big knot of money and was like, I'm about to make my uh total even 200. What else can I grab? And that point, it just like clicked in my head. Like, that's the first time I ever seen somebody just like do whatever they wanted to do on their own terms, and like come into a store, just cash out, and just buy, just like on a slow day, just like two hundred dollars worth of stuff. And that wasn't a lot of money. Well, to me at the time it was, but now looking back on it, like, okay, yeah, you could buy a pair of shoes for like one seventy five or two hundred, and that's it. But to see a spray paint artist, spray paint artists to me were just looked at as like rebels or, you know, like people, like outlaws. You get caught spray paint, you about to do time. So to see a black man have a company, I mean, a, a contract with a car company and to pull out a knot of money and, you know what I'm saying, just like cash out on just like two or three things yeah. and it totaled up to 200, that just like opened my eyes to be like, all right, well, maybe... I should have just kept my uh my own path and listened to myself more as opposed to just like listening to people who Woo. were in other spots. And that's okay because they're going to tell you what they're not capable of or what they can't do. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but yep. if you play to your strengths and do what you're supposed to do, you will, you, you will pull out of the situation which you can make out of it. It's been plenty of times where I've been in rooms um, with people and I've been, I'm just like, how did I even get here? You know what I'm saying? Like, what am I even doing here? Or how did I get inside this event? Or how did I get here? Or how, how am I in Atlanta with one of, you know what I'm saying? Like one of my favorite rappers while she's recording with these other rappers and I'm just here just to photograph it. You know what I'm saying? So it's just all about what you're capable of and how you can like maneuver mm. through the avenues. And, you know, it's just, it's just a based on how you, how you want to do it. Man, I, I, they, they gonna kill me. But I personally believe one of the hardest things to do in the world we live in is to be your own person, man. Like, yeah, man, it's, it's yeah. so hard because there's so many people who are influential. There's so many influencers. It's so many. It's so much media that comes at you. It's so much information that you're not really knowledgeable on. And I would say, like you said, some real shit just with the whole like being brave and choosing your own path. Because I've even been guilty of not 
not walking down that path worried about different financial woes and all this other shit. But I, I think that that really holds a lot of people back, man. And it's funny because I was just talking to my mom the other day and I was like, yo, I'm up. Should I might take some money out the crib and get the truck? And she was like, nah, you should take some money out and pay your credit cards off. And it was like, shit. <laughs> That's safe, right. but what is that going to do for me in the long run? You know what I mean? Right. Yeah, um, and, I, and I, I feel like, not to cut you off, but I feel like you got to make that gamble on yourself. You know what I'm saying? Because just like you know what you, you, know you got to do. And that, my best friend told me that one time I was in a situation. Um, and it was just like, yeah, I had just, I had just became like homeless or whatever. And I was just like pissed. And it was just like, I called my best friend. He's at college and you know, he's down there doing whatever. I think he told me he was drunk afterwards, but he was just, I told him all this stuff like, yeah, man, I got nowhere to go. You know what I'm saying? I'm just out here. I got to figure something out to do. And then he was just like, huh? Well, you know what you got to do. And it was just like, at first, like, what? Like, what type of, you supposed to be my best friend. And then, like, a couple of days later, it clicked in my head, like, I know what I have to do. You know what I'm saying? Like, I know what I have to do. You know your situation just like I know my situation. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And that's just, that's just taking what it is and just, like, being for real with yourself. You know what you got to do. If you know that you got to got to uh, stack your money up and you can't go hang with the homies or go hang out every Saturday night for the next two weeks because you got a plan and that's what you got to do. And it's on you to do it. Ain't nobody, ain't nobody going to be on you about like, oh man, well you got to, um, well you got to do that or you're not going to, or we going to, you going to get suspended from something in life. It's not high school. They're not going to kick you out or call your parents because you didn't pay your phone bill. DTE is not gonna hit your moms up like, well, James didn't pay his, his his light bill this month. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, we're gonna suspend him for two days or whatever. No, it's on me. They just gonna cut my lights off, and that's mm-hmm. just what it is. So, mm-hmm. people, I would just say, just like trust your own gut and just go for it. And then, like, I pray nobody gets in a tight situation where you gotta choose. Like, you know what I'm saying? You gotta figure out certain things and how to maneuver. But I just feel like everybody needs to go through something to understand that you know what you got to do. You know what I'm saying? Just get uncomfortable for a minute and figure out how you got to get there. Very well said, bro. Let's get a little more uncomfortable real quick. I got a billion-dollar question for you. When you said that you called your best friend, you weren't talking about a kill, were you? No. No, not at all. Don't do that. You don't put him on the spot like that when the other person is probably listening and they was like, oh, Yo. you were on here, kill still? Out of sight, out of mind. I didn't see your picture, so I was like, let me I'm just. Hey, man, I'm a third of the podcast. I'm one of the three hosts. What you mean, am I still here? I can see how oh, he, he could have did that. Okay, I can see how he could have did that. God damn, bro, y'all some terrible oh, people. In front of my best friend, you're going to show up like this. For oh, sure. All right. Who's he, he talking about? One thing, James, I wanted to ask you earlier, man, was like, uh, so we have this all before. He said that uh, Detroit is one of the blackest cities in the in the country. I mean, like, or is the blackest, what's his, how he phrased it. Um. I know you said there's not a ton of people inside, a ton of black people inside of photography in the city, but there's probably still a lot in comparison to other places. Just a lot of black men, a lot of black people who are trying to become photographers. And you do all the hot shit. You know what I mean? You be doing the the, the Rick Ross's shows. You be doing the baby. You, know I mean? you, yeah. you did all the fly shit before these back up here, man. What was that, bro? I said, let's you get these what? pictures back up here so people can see what we oh, talking yeah, about. Yeah. Put it back up there so they can see that fly shit. Like, uh, what's homegirl name? Uh, the, you did the stallion before she was extra hot. You did the baby before he was extra hot. You Look at Drake at the damn uh, Toronto championship. You know what I mean? Like, you do some fly shit. So how is how did you kind of navigate that? Which I kind of heard you speak about before, about kind of how you were able to break in and, and create this lane for yourself because you are definitely in your own lane. I think you're your own man as far as the art goes and the talent. But how did you kind of navigate that in, this, in, in Detroit where it's 
lots of other brothers who probably want to do the exact same things that you're doing. Well, a lot of it, um, a lot of people don't know, like, I just ain't wake up and just start shooting or whatever. I had a nine to five. And of course, like working with y'all, Kill actually hired me to work in the prep foods department. And uh, to say the least about that job, it was a great job. You know what I'm saying? It just wasn't for me. I just, I was just lucky to have it at the time. And it was just like, people would come in there and then um, I would make connections through there. And then I would just meet people on the streets. And then I would take the initiative and self-assign myself stuff. I think last year, um, I went to, I was out in New York with one of my closest homies, Casey. And we were watching, I think we had watched the, the, the Raptors versus the Warriors. and. I was like, bro, if the Warriors win, I'm going to be pissed. But if the Raptors win, I'm going to go to Toronto for their parade. And they won. So, you know what I'm saying? I'm just like, all right, bet. I'm going to just go pack me a little bag. I went down to the Greyhound station, hopped on the Greyhound. All the Greyhounds to straight to Toronto through Canada were booked up. So I had to go through the United States. It took me like 12 hours to get there. When I got there, as soon as I hopped off the bus, I went straight down there, posted up. I started meeting people, you know what I'm saying, interacting with people. And then, you know what I'm saying, I was there for about maybe six or seven hours just waiting, taking pictures of people, just, you know, connecting with people out there. And once it got popping, it was just like, all right, I know the shots I want to get. You know what I'm saying? And from there, it was just like, I just got it popping. But I just take it upon myself to like, okay, so what do you, what do you want? What do you want? At the end of the day, after all is said and done, how do you want people to look at what you did throughout your life as far as photography? And it was just like, I want to be able to capture moments. I want to be able to like say I was there. I want to be able to show my kids these moments. I want to be able to show them something so that they can see like, okay, how, 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 what did my dad contribute? You know what I'm saying? As opposed to just like, um, was my dad there or, you know what I'm saying? I want my kids to have a everlasting effect of I can do what I what anything I want to do if I set my mind to it. It's not going to be easy, but if I actually want to go out and and go to the the uh, Raptors parade or go to the um, NFL Meek Mills concert in Chicago, I might have to hop on the Greyhound and sit on this boy for about a couple of hours just to get the things that I want to get out of it. It's not going to be. Nobody really cares about how you get there. They care about, oh, man, that's dope. You took those? Nobody yeah. ever say, like, oh, man, how did you get there? Like, how was that Greyhound? Nobody ever asks about the Greyhound, right? They only going to ask you. They only going to, like, compliment the photos or, yeah. you know what I'm saying, and, and feel like, oh, shit, I felt like I was there or whatever. Nobody's ever going to ask you about how you got there. You know what I'm saying? So that's just crazy. That's why, yeah. And when I when I think about it too, man, like uh, you you like when you're young, when you're like 22, 23, 24, like you got all the fucking energy and ambition in the world. And in the I, world. I it's a story that much more because you doing this when you turn to 30, man, and it takes a lot more energy to not settle at that point in life. You know what I mean? To to say, you know what, I gotta take the, that that initiative to 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 make to turn my life into what I want it to become. And uh, I should I I gotta take my hat off to you, bro. I'm not taking it off because I look like Charlemagne the God right now. Without, <laughs> <laughs> but just on some real McGee, Charlemagne, uh, on some real shit, man. Like inspiring story, bro. Yeah, I mean, I, it it takes a lot to be like, what is what I'm doing? Is it kind of like, um, it, is it is it? Does it matter? You know what I'm saying? It takes a lot to be like, does it matter? Because I have friends that I grew up with um, that are doctors. I have friends that grew up with that went to college, got got their, just got their master's degrees. Um, friends that, you know what I'm saying, are doing like all this other crazy, like self-accomplishing stuff, just bought a house. Pretty much a lot of my friends I grew up with in high school just copped a house or had a house or got a mortgage or got three kids. And it's just like, and, is what I'm doing important is that? Yeah. But then I talk to those friends and be like, bro, you're doing everything I wish I could have did in life. And it's just like, you know what I'm saying? What's the trade-off? Like, what what do you have to like, what do you really want more? Like, I want to be able to, to like, 
have all these things to tell my kids or whatever, or have all these pictures to put in my new crib when I actually get it. And, and that's, that's, and that's what it is right now. Like you gotta decide what's important to you. Like I, I tell everybody, whatever you got to do, don't think that it's, it's pathetic or it's small or, you know what I'm saying? Or it doesn't matter right now, or you're too old to do it, or, you know what I'm saying? You're too young to do it. Just do it. Because at the end of the day, if nobody hears and sees that, it's somebody else that you could be affecting that could be in the same range as you are. Mm. And that feels like, no, nah, that's silly. I'm not about to become a photographer right now at 30, 32. But it's just like, why not? Like, if you want to do it, like, why not? Nobody has to know how old you are. They just have to see your work and go from there. But, you know what I'm saying? It's just all about making that decision on what's important for you and what's important to you. Mm. And decide how you want to like live your life. If you want to live your life and take pictures, and or you want to live your life and you know, um, like you guys have a podcast. You know what I'm saying? You guys could have easily been like, everybody's doing a podcast, but you guys know what's gonna set your podcast apart from the next person's podcast. You know mm. what I'm saying? And it's yep. not going to be no like, oh, man, well, I don't want to just be put in that same category. I don't want to be put in the same category like a, a lot of other photographers. Not, it's nothing wrong with that, but I feel like every photographer is their own person. You know what I'm saying? And capable of doing different things. So. Booze, why you got that goofy ass smile on your face right now? I'm you right now. I'm mocking you. I'm you right now. Uh, <laughs> Damn, kid, why, why you coming from like that, man? Uh, James, you, you'd have to see it, bro. He had like this weird fucking like uh, Chester ass <laughs> smile on his face, bro. Terrible, man. Why you come for your man's like that? It was really, it was really creepy. Hey, man. Chill <laughs> on me, bro. All right. Man. Hey. <laughs> but, uh, James, I swear to God, that's, that's uh, you an inspiring dude, man. And you know, uh, uh, you, so, you, you sound so humble right now, but when you see him in person, James Terrible. is the reason why I got gold chains. I swear to fucking God. You Yo. want to know the reason? I only got gold chains last year. You came in the store with a Cuban links, four pinky rings on. I had four stupid four pinky rings. A bag of spinach and fucking a, a, a red onion. I'm like, damn, that's not unnecessary. <laughs> well, you know, it's just one of those things. The same way I got inspired to like, pursue what I feel like I can pursue. I just want to do the same thing because at the end of the day, kids don't know what a, a visual artist really looks like or for real. You know what I'm saying? You know what a lawyer looks like. You know what a doctor looks like. You know what a basketball player looks like. And sad to say, we know, we all know what drug dealers look like. But do we know what a photographer looks like sometimes? Are we attracted to that to that lane? You know what I'm saying? Like, Are we attracted to the lane of being a car designer or or a cartoon. I couldn't name you no car designers coming up when I was in high school that when I wanted to be a car designer or any uh, animators or for that matter, any photographer that felt I felt like looked like me. You know what I'm saying? That looked cool. Like, oh man, like that's a cool job. Like I wanted to be Kobe Bryant. You know what I'm saying? I wanted to be, um, shoot, I don't know, uh, ludicrous or whatever, but I never just said like, man, when I go to the crib, I want to go bang out these whatevers and stuff like that. Or I want to, you know what I'm saying? So it's just based upon, I look at it like, I just want to like, you know, what's so funny, man? What's y'all laughing at? Uh, because <laughs> booze, bad, bro. booze is an asshole. That's Damn, why. Uh, Anyways, James. Kills. <laughs> James, Akil's camera's like he's jogging right now. That's what it's like. Oh, yeah. That's an awkward face. <laughs> it's like he's like in a full sprint while he's, trying to like do the, uh, while he's trying to do the interview right now. Because it's so close to the camera? No, because it shakes so much. Because it moves. Because it literally moves every five, not even five seconds. His camera moves every. What type of tripod you got? You got it in your hands? You just like. Yeah, hey, I got it in my hand. It looks like he's hey, like in a bed laying down. <laughs> talking to a baby. Damn, bro. Uh, it's like you had that one cocked and loaded. I swear, like you've been saving that shit all show, right? Uh, but uh, let me let me ask you something, James, because you just touched on something 
like real dope. There aren't a lot of kids. What? <laughs> that was a hell of a stretch for a pause, bro. You just touched on something really dope. Anyways, bro. Young kids don't gravitate to uh, photography or graphic design or, you know what I'm saying, being a graphic artist or anything like that. What would you like? What would you tell a young kid who is because I have a nephew who's actually into taking pictures. So what would mm-hmm. what if you give to somebody that's like a 16, 17 year old that wants to get into that type of profession? Um, man, I wouldn't know what to say. Just like out of the out of the gate, I would just say just immerse yourself and just like be around things that make you inspire more. Whether that's people, whether that's going to the DIA, or whether that's just like taking your camera and going to shoot whenever you can, or whatever. Um, and then. I would just have to say to you as well, just keep your eye on him and make sure that he's comfortable. You know what I'm saying? Because I had my uncle always looked out for me when I was coming up. Uh, my dad wasn't there for the most part. So uh, my uncle, he was always making sure that um, that I was good or I needed, if I needed anything, I could holler at him or whatever. And I just had like these uh, couple like father figures and stuff like that that were always just like check on me to like make sure I was good. And um, he, my uncle, which is like, yeah, when I found out that I wanted to go into photography, he bought me my first camera. Like, I'm like, oh, I'm about to buy this camera. It's only a hundred and what some odd dollars. He's like, he works for Chrysler. So he's like, oh, that's nothing. And he's like, I just ordered it for you. I'm like, damn, bro. Like, let me, you know what I'm saying? I was going to do it. But it was just like, that made it more sentimental because now my first camera came from somebody that's always, you know what I'm saying, had my back. And so that made it more like, it it was more valuable to me and so um just check on your nephew man because like it's hard because he, he's gonna have people telling him like yeah bro you should probably play basketball you should probably just go go to go to school and just do this and school is not for everybody i would say like if you do have a creative bone in your body to go to school to learn new techniques and learn some structure to how to like bang out work as fast as you can, but keep that quality intact, you know? So mm-hmm. um, just surround him with just like people and just make sure that he's, he knows that it's value in that. And that is not, it's not some sort of like a uh, play job. You know what I'm saying? Like, Oh man, you want to do that? Like, so what you going to do for your main job, though? And it's just like, why can't that be your main? You know what I'm saying? Like, I know somebody, she's a dope-ass DJ. She's a graphic designer during the day and a DJ at night. And it's just like, damn, like, your main job is somebody's dream job. And then you go DJ. And it's just like, I'm trying you to date can't her, move. That is. You said what? <laughs> I'm trying to date whoever that is. I mean, I could slide you a... a, a uh, no, IG I'm, page. I'm sliding, I'm sliding the DMs. Don't, don't worry about it. I got it. I'm trying okay, to. Okay. Well, well I, she's a dope person. You know what I'm saying? And it's just like it's crazy because I would have never thought my. That's like saying like you Michael Jordan, and then when you get off at night, you go. You know what I'm saying? Do some crazy other stuff for your second job. Well, which yeah. is to make Jordans, which obviously you know what I'm saying. Like it's the real thing. He was a basketball yeah. player, and he made shoes. So you know what I'm saying? Like those two things are 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 uh big in our culture. You know what I'm saying? Jordans and then actual Michael Jordan. So mm-hmm. what's up? So you said how COVID kind of put the whole South by Southwest on pause. It put a lot of your gigs off. How you redirect and how you restructure and how you how you trying to figure out the next move for you now? Since you got since you got to kind of you know reimagine how 2020 is gonna go for you. Man, I you know I'm still figuring that out, but at the same time I'm um I'm kind of like I I want to get more into it, but I've been like documenting just like how yeah. the city of Detroit looks during this because we all know 
just like the Great Depression, uh, Spanish flu, um, whatever sort of like tragedy that the world or America goes through, it's going to be, it's going to need to be photos. So you can be like, wow, that was crazy. Or wow, I've never seen um, Mm -hmm. the Lafayette Coney closed with the chairs up. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like, you kind of want to, it's going to have to happen inevitably, edibly. And then, you know, people with masks walking around stuff like that. So I sometimes go out and just like shoot what I can. And, um, that's how I'm keeping for the most part busy and just thinking about, okay, so how do I want to take this, um, this time off to restructure what I'm doing? Like I always said, I wanted to have like a publication, like a magazine or something like that. And it's just one of those things where now you got the time to like actually sit down and kind of like figure out the, uh, the specs and what you can offer and how you can make this look. So you know, it's just, it's just everybody don't realize at some point you're going to have to sit on the bench and get out the game for a little bit. It's a, just about how, like, you, you when you come back in the game, what you going to do differently from when you got sat down? Boy, boy, boy. You dropping jewels today, James. Yes, yeah, sir. It's stuff that, I mean, it's just stuff that I just be thinking in my head. Like, everybody don't just – everybody trying to be on go mode. And that's cool. Do your thing and, you know, like – but nobody wants to like figure out how to like make their craft ten times better than what it could be if you just keep. You know what I'm saying? Like if you keep seeing somebody on tour going to making doing concerts, and you know what I'm saying your favorite rapper on tour all the time. It's like when is this nigga making gonna make new songs? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like when is he gonna ever make another album? Yeah. And it's just like. You know, so it's just one of those things to where, like, man, like, I actually got to sit down, take some time away from this to focus on this. Mm. So, yeah, it's it's tough, but you know, it's it's one of those things to where, like, I mean, it, I guess it happened for a reason. It's easier to like navigate social media now that everybody needs content, and I think it's better so that people who want to like hire a, a photographer knows the worth now of content because now you're looking like oh shit we need content and it's just like man i should have hired that photographer that was asking me um or that was um that was going to charge me 250 bucks and could have gave me all this content i could have used right now so you know what i'm saying it's just everything happens for a reason yeah yeah damn dog you a sage bro you wise as hell wise as all hell man and um, although this is like, you know, I feel like for you, a lot of this stuff comes naturally, man, but for a lot of people, man, I feel like this is like the the, the key to successful on type shit that you're dropping right now. You know what I mean? James got some well, fly, ooh, he got some fly uh, influences too, man. I remember me and him talking a while ago and he was telling me about some of his family members that influenced him. I want to say he was telling me about like a, I'm probably going to jack this all the way up. This is stuff best friends should know. I'm sorry, bro. Oh <laughs> <laughs> I think was, I know your mom is a very educated, well-off to do uh woman. And you got other people. I want to say you was talking about your aunt, maybe your aunt. But you got some some powerful influences in your life, bro. So like I know booze is acting like you like popped up out of a fucking uh, field or something at two months old out of a fucking cabbage patch field and you was like a genius. But no. Nah. At the start of the show, I said he had some great people raise him. That was like the first thing that came out of my mouth. But, yeah. <laughs> but I think I, uh, I mean, it's a lot of people in my family that I consider like super dope that nobody would ever probably know. Uh, my mama, like you said, my mom is super educated. She, uh, she got degrees. She had three jobs holding us down. She was a physical therapist, occupational therapist, and she taught deaf and blind kids how to uh, how to read and sign. And then uh, my grandfather, which was her her father, he uh, he could cut hair. He could make shoes. He could. He actually taught me how to draw. You know what I'm saying? Um, he could fix cars. He could. He could do all this stuff that was just like 
man, this is crazy. Like, and it's like he was great at everything. It wasn't like he was a a jack of all trades. He was great at everything. You know what I'm saying? So, it, you know what I'm saying? It was him, and then um, I actually have a cousin that's uh, I've never met him, but he go he lives between in New York and in France, and he just goes back and forth. He's an actual painter. He has work throughout my grandmother's house, and it's just like the work is like so amazing that you would just come over and be like, that's a dope painting. And then like, Oh, my cousin painted that he lives in New York and he goes between New York and France. And you know what I'm saying? It's like, what? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like it's multiple people. My uncle, he's, you know what I'm saying? He works on cars too. He's, um, he's tech savvy. Uh, he could fix my computer through anything. And, uh, you know what I'm saying? And my, uh, my sister is a fucking esthetician when we little. She was always braiding people's hair and stuff like that. So it's many adult people that was in my family. Um, I just feel like at some point I was just like, I want to venture off into this and not necessarily do it for fame, but just like, man, somebody got to know about me. Somebody going to know about me. They didn't know about my grandfather or my mom or, you know what I'm saying? But they going to know about me because you know what I'm saying? Like, you're not about to tell me I can't amount to anything and then not hear about it, you know? So it's not a, a grudge or a chip. It's just that I'm just like, man, you're going to figure You're gonna figure out one day, like, you thought that's little of me and it's to think that I wouldn't amount to anything. And it's just like, you know what I'm saying? Like, thanks for that. Thanks for that. So. Mm-hmm. Feel. Right. Man, I don't think you, I know you, you hear people saying how inspiring you are, bro. I don't think you understand, like, the level of inspiration, bro. You won't hear with no video. Just talk with your songs. Blowing people's minds right now, bro. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I look terrible, man. I'm sorry. Due to, due to corona, like, I can't get a haircut. And I guess the oil is, like, running on my skin. It's like my face is breaking off, man. I don't, I've never looked this bad. Say you this, bro. Say you know, just in the first and boozing Asa right now. I got Trust me. Yeah. Don't look really terrible right now. Especially yeah. Asa. You, know you pretty bastard. You get on my nerves. Anyways, that's another episode. Wow. Anybody that ain't here can holla at me, bro. Pretty those bad. are like those are like paper shears. Like you just cut paper with those. I don't yeah. think you could. <laughs> the hell is that, bro? He's like, they some heavy duty. <laughs> Rash. You, know, you don't want that. Yeah, man. Like you gotta twist people's hair up and then cut it. <laughs> yeah, you got like lock. You got like like ball it up and then cut it. Man, that's terrible. Yeah. Let me tell you hey, something. Man, we got an option, bro. Let me tell you something. 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 Let me Oh, trying to offer a solution, man. Quarantine solutions, baby. And then, and then after he cuts your hair and give you a ring, where he gonna try to sell you a tea? You know, it's like <laughs> right, yeah. Like I got a, I got a concoction for that. Oh, I say, sell the, sell the poison, sell the solution. <laughs> there you go, there you go. Gonna feed me so I can buy some pills uh, to get my diabetes down. Yeah. I got you covered. I see you get even the medical professionals too much, man. You start a uh, scheme on us now. <laughs> Never. Ways. Everybody Never watch that, bro. I'm just joking. Drink your tea happily, guys. Nobody listen to be afraid of what's in the tea. Yeah, so. don't put that out there. It's gonna be on Dateline. <laughs> hey, if you listening in, man, I need y'all to tap in with my brother. I'm gonna throw this picture up here one more time, one more again. Jimmy Goldfingers on the Instagram. Or you could just Google Jimmy Goldfingers and it'll pop up for you. But anyway, anyway, we can support you, Jack, doing doing this time. I know somebody else asked you that before, but uh, you know, can I buy a gift card or 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 something along those lines to support? Nah, man. The best way I I could say like right now, I want everybody just to do is just like just just follow guidelines and just like sit down because. Save your money. You know what I'm saying? Like, make sure that you got enough to 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 buy your food or whatever. Like, I'm gonna be okay. I'm gonna figure it out. You know what I'm saying? Not to say like I'm not gonna want anybody to like take my services, but right now I, just, I think everybody just chill out, 
you know what I'm saying? Um, and just like stay, stay quarantined so that way, this way we can all stay safe and we can all just get back to what we was doing in the future when everything is okay, when we able to do so, you know what I'm saying? So just doing that, like, I'm good. Just don't go out here and get nobody's moms, uncles, you know what I'm saying, sisters and nephews infected. We good. That's probably the most mature thing I heard all week, bro. That, that was crazy. I mean, yeah. You see. There he goes. James Johnson. Around. You have it, people. All right, James Johnson. Good talk with us. All right, y'all. All right, Jimmy. All right, go. man. Thanks for having me. I'm going to call you later, bro. We going to hang out. As best yeah, friends. just. We How do I hang up? Oh, I'm gonna just like, disconnect. I'm about to hang up. Likes. All right, guys. Like, on our yeah. Tinder likes. <laughs>